You're listening to WMNF Tampa. WMNF, best little station in the nation. Stay tuned for Art in Your Ear. When I'm out walking, I strut my stuff and I'm so strung out. I'm high as a kite, I just might stop to check you out. Let me go on, like I blister in the sun. Let me go on, big hands, I know you're the one. Body and beats, I stain my sheets, I don't. my stuff and I'm so strung out I'm high as a kite I just might stop to check you out Well, good afternoon. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being out there. Real quickly, tell someone else to listen. Also, let's get a lot of people listening. My name is Joellen Schilke. I am the hostess who loves you absolutely the most. I'm really happy you're with us today. This show is called Art in Your Ear. And on today's show, in about seven minutes, we're going to be talking with Tiffany Rosano, she of Wordier Than Thou. They have events this week and next week that are fantastic. If you are a writer or have someone in your life who is a writer, the Tampa Bay Publishing Conference started, oh, I don't know, eight minutes ago, nine minutes ago, and then it's going through this weekend. Plus, there's a bunch of fun Harry Potter stuff coming up and a um, a family uh, fest, a drag fest out of the pages. So lots of stuff to talk about. Lots of music and things going on. I want to let you know a couple of things going on. Uh, interest for WMNF listeners. Selby Gardens has uh, just announced that Patty Smith is going to be the artist in residence at Selby Gardens, their first Artist in residence, Patty, the one and only Patty Smith. She just performed there. She's going to be coming back uh, next year and the year after and be creating work centered around uh, experience and what she does there at Selby Gardens. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, something completely unrelated, but I'm gobsmacked and I have to talk to people about this. Did you know that compost, compostable plastic doesn't actually break down in compost? It's a lie. I don't know why. I feel driven to tell everybody that. It's a lie. Don't believe compostable plastic. 
And then also the main thing I'm so excited about, we're going to hear about it in just a second, is tomorrow night is uh, the Prince Tribute, that the long-awaited Prince Tribute that WMNF is putting on. Uh, we've got five bands covering a slew of Prince songs. It's going to be so much fun. There's a Prince lookalike contest. You'll hear all about it. Uh, but I want to let you know, you got to get tickets. You can save $5 by buying tickets today. And probably they'll be online till maybe 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. So get the tickets today and save a little bit money and make sure that you get in. Uh, last time we did this, it pretty much got really close to selling out. So don't take that. And that was on a rainy night. So don't take... Don't take chances with that. All right, so what are we going to listen to? All right, we've got some music coming up. Um, oh, yeah, one more thing is yesterday I had the absolute 100% honor of sitting in for Stu on uh, on WMNF Music, so from noon to 3. And uh, if you like the music that I play here on this show, uh, you can go listen to three hours of very tiny bit of me talking I try not to talk too much and lots and lots of music. And I was focusing on some ska and rock steady music, which kind of turned into a little bit of a 70s and 80s set too. So um, so I would love for you to listen to that. I've got the link posted. I'm going to repost it on Art in Your Ear and um, because it was really fun to do. And I'm just so grateful that people trust me with their shows. I think it's um, a big deal and I thank them for that. All right. If you want to get in touch, email dj at wmnf.org, text 813 Four three three zero eight eight five, DJ at WMNF.org, 813-433-0885. And um, put your name in it so I can say hi if it's okay to do that. All right, we're going to listen to some unicorns and then uh, hopefully back with Tiffany on the phone. Thanks for listening.
We're more than horses with unicorns and we're people too. On Saturday, April 30th, WMNF is going purple when doves cry. The WMNF special tribute to the one and only Prince. Starring the Evening Committee, Jeremy Gloff, Rojoma, Siobhan Philidor, and WMNF's own Scott Elliott with Talk to Mark and DJ Senflow. Plus, special Prince Lookalike Contest. The party takes place Saturday, April 30th, 8 p.m. at New World Brewery, now at the corner of Bush and Nebraska. Tickets are $20 in advance, $25 at the door. Go to WMNF.org for more info about the show and our COVID-19 protocols. Was the same, we could not wait for climate change The seas will swallow all the land We cheer and raise our hooks and hands One day a girl boarded the ship A sweet heading to a summit She said you've got the whole thing wrong Well you looked when everyone's gone Hi, ho, what's happening on the high seas? Don't you know, it's a part of emergency Though we are above the law We all stop using plastic straws Straight from the keg we drink our rum Until one day we stumbled upon the crate Evil look big with an eye patch Turns out that we'd misplaced the threat The patch was mostly fishing nets Hi, ho, what's happening on the high seas? Don't you know, it's a pirate emergency If we saw a fishing boat We'd try to board and slip the thoughts Protecting fish protects the sharks We went walking the plank to loss Years went by with many dead Until one day my pirate said These fishermen are just a threat Above an economic system Hi, What's happening on the high seas? Don't you know? It's a pirate emergency. We stayed on land till anchors rust. But politics just weren't for us. It seemed now that our hope was lost. But then we came across Holly Frost. He said, just do what you do best. Knowing yourself's a treasure chest. Just write to John T.C. Shanty to make your point seem less preachy. Hi, ho. What's happening on the high seas? Don't you know? It's a pirate emergency. And that was Ollie Frost with Pirate Emergency. <laughs> I, have, I love him. He's a new discovery to me. He's so funny. Um, and I want to, though, enough about Ollie Frost. Let's talk Tiffany Rosano. Hello, Tiffany. Hey, Joellen. How's it going? It's going wonderfully. Thank you so much for calling in from your, the, your publishing conference. It's already yeah, started. Live on the scene. <laughs> I know, live on the scene. <laughs> Um, so this is, you had a little, uh, you had to kind of take a break from doing the publishing conference, and now this is back uh, in person, correct? Yep, uh, we obviously we skipped last year, I know many people skipped many things last year, mm-hmm. so um, this is our, I want to say it's our fourth conference, and uh, you know, our conference was the last big thing we did before the pandemic started back in, in 2020, so... Um, we're kind of easing back into it a little bit with just like a, a two day event. Normally we do like a four day, uh, event, three days of speakers, you know, after hours events, stuff like that. This year we're kind of streamlined it a little bit. 
And we're just really eager to get back out there and get people connected and talking about books and publishing. And, uh, you know, even if we have to start a little slowly, but we have a great, actually, we have a pretty good crowd here. And, uh, uh, oh, good. A lot of great speakers. So I wanted to mention uh, that. So I, I did not get a chance to give the facts out. So this is happening at the uh, Sanderlin Center in St. Pete. It's on a uh, beautiful, beautiful center, uh, 2335 22nd Avenue South in St. Pete. And uh, so each uh, so each day goes starts around 11 and goes to about 4. Right, and then we're going to kind of informally go out after for, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, kind of brewery takeover, hang out and talk books some more. Right. In an I, informal setting, nothing... Uh, I have to say the... Um, and and I I want to get into you. So you really do have some fantastic speakers, some writers who are, who are who have gone through the everything. So they're speaking from experience. But but one of the things that I have enjoyed in the past and that have has been some of the most rewarding parts. Something you just mentioned is talking about books and just talking about writing and talking about books with other people. It's not something I think that writers. I don't know, do writers get to do that very often, to talk about the craft rather than just what they're working on? Um, you know, I you know, I don't I personally am not in writing groups, but I, I couldn't tell you what goes on behind their their closed doors. <laughs> I know that we uh, you know, we exist as a space for for folks to talk about every aspect of it and you know, you and I have talked about this in the past. I think that, you know, the craft is obviously important, but I think the business side of it is just as important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of people don't know where to start with that. And uh, that's kind of why we think it's pretty neat to bring in like published authors, people who've done this already and been through it all, uh, to talk about like what they've done, their personal journeys, kind of a little bit more engaging than, you know, here's a big PowerPoint of you do this, you do that, or here's like bullet point, bullet point, bullet point. <laughs> and instead, it's like, you know, it's their story and who they are. And everybody is just so generous with their time and, um, you know, their talents and their, and taking questions from folks. And, uh, you know, you know, Sarah Penner, uh, just got finished, uh, speaking and, you know, she reassured the audience several times, you know, that she hoped to be like inspiration for them because she comes from a finance background and, you know, wasn't part of any writing group, didn't have like a writing community and just sort of was interest always you know was interested in it and just kind of did it and didn't know what she was doing and kind of that you know you put the work in and you're passionate you know you you can figure this out right it can be there but why not get a little boost and some extra help when there's a publishing right. conference to give it to you and right. help you i mean and and also and i have to say so there's um there's a good number of speakers and there's this variety you have a screenwriter you have a poet you have a comedian uh you've got uh, uh someone who i am dying to do a lot more with i think she's just um fantastic sherry greer who oh, uh, awesome. yeah. who's a publisher who does kitchen table literary arts center and then you know me and gloria Munez. I just think she, her poetry is uh, just, she's one of the best living poets today. I just really enjoy reading everything she does. You know, so you have this variety of, of it. Do you have in mind kind of the, um, you know, a, a snapshot of who should be attending this? Who do you want? Is it someone who's at the beginning of the writing thing? Is it someone who's already started and needs a pump up? Where do you, what's your sort of, or a couple of different ideal attendees who will get the most out of this? Sure. I, I actually think writers kind of at a lot of different points in their career 
you know, whether you have a couple of titles under your belt, whether you're self-published or with a smaller press, or even if you've never published before, um, I think there is a benefit to, you know, learning from what other writers do. Like, you know, maybe I have a few books out. I mean, I don't, I'm supposing, supposing I have a few books out. And then I go and I listen to somebody speak about what they do. And it's like, well, you know, I never thought of that before. And, um, you know, I think, I think there's stuff to always be learning no matter where you are in your career. Were there, and, are there things when you're there that you, that someone will say? I mean, has that, we talked about this a couple of years ago. I think you had one of your speakers and you're listening to it and you're like, oh my God, I'm supposed to be listening to this. I'm doing it. You know, it was kind of one of those <laughs> aha moments. And there was one that I went to and I also had one of those aha moments. Like, you know, it's something I had basically thought was just not true. And it was sort of about, um, you know, the creative process. And, and this, I think that a lot of times people edit themselves too early uh, and whereas, and I, and that's what, you know, and I think that's what happened is that at the point I thought, oh, you should just edit as you go, edit as you go, edit as you go. <laughs> and then one of the, one of the people at one of the, I think it was the first Tampa Bay publishing thing, or maybe it's the second one. It was kind of like, you know. They're if, all blend together. <laughs> right, I know. They're like, you're, you're cutting off your fingers by taking everything out before you have it all out of your system. You know, and I was just like, oh, right. I mean, just totally changed the way that I write. And, um. Which is not why I went to it, but I was. It was such a wonderful experience to have that. I, th I think like you never know like what Jen you'll take away from what somebody says and how it will impact you. I just had um, a woman come down from Jacksonville for this, and she just like she actually left after the first speaker and said she was going to come back later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> She's like, I have to go right now. <laughs> yeah, kind of. She was just like, I need to digest everything I just heard. That was amazing, and wow. I don't want to get off track. She's like, and she just like felt it, it like. I get Sarah, you know, kicked off the day for us, uh, you know, really, really spoke to her and her work. And she's like, no, I need to go think about this and how that is. And I don't want to get mixed up with too much other stuff. Right. So I'm going to take a quick little break. Wow. And, um, yeah. I'm like, well, I'm, 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 you know, I'm glad that our, our speakers are, are having that impact on, on people. So, um, so what, uh, so what are, you know, for example, when you were, when you, when Wordier Than Now was setting up the Tampa Bay Publishing Conference, which is, it started today, it goes tomorrow. Um, were you purposely trying to like, okay, we are going to get this wide range of people or were, or were there questions you were trying to kind of answer with the people that you were programming into the festival? Sure. I mean, you know, just looking at all the other events we do, we have like a wide range of, of writers of different genres and you know, poets and screenwriters and storytellers and fiction writers and, you know, more like, you know, you know, from literary fiction to the various genres. So I really tried to have as many of those represented as possible. And that's always our goal, uh, you know, every year, uh, you know, because we want to have something for everybody right. um, to, to kind of pull from. And, uh, you know, this year, normally we'd, we'd invite, I was actually, I was just talking about this with a couple of our, couple of our speakers uh, before the event started. Uh, you know, normally we invite folks from outside the area to join us. We try to get, uh, you know, mix it up a little bit and bring in some writers who maybe don't frequently come through Tampa Bay. We didn't do that this year just because we're, as I said, easing back into, uh, you know, real live in-person events. But, it, you know, it didn't like, you know, there's so many quality writers right here in Tampa Bay mm -hmm. that it didn't impact uh, you know, the range of, of, of authors that I had to choose from or to invite out. I, I could have kept filling this up, I'm sure. Right. So um, there's 
so many great writers here locally. There are. I mean, I think it, it does help to have several universities and colleges around here because it it gives uh, it, it helps build the infrastructure for a writing community, uh, certainly. But uh, I was. Not, I don't want to say I was surprised because surprise isn't the right word, but I pleasantly noted when uh, I first got the information, when you first sent me the information, I was looking at everything and like, oh, look at it. You know, I was reading about everybody. I had not heard of everybody on the list and then went back and I was like, everybody's from here. Like, wow, these are major people living in that are our neighbors, which is just um, even more inspiring. You know, that's that you don't have to be in a certain location to be succeeding as a writer. Yeah, we. I mean, the arts here are amazing in Tampa Bay in general, and very strong literary scene here as well. And a lot of the people working with us this weekend are are folks who have kind of done stuff with us over the years. And actually, we just realized like a couple of weeks ago that we've been doing this for a decade. Oh, <laughs> we, we wow! Throw a party or something. You um, should. And we are, but uh, but you know, we've kind of grown with some of these people as well, some of these authors as well, and seen them, you know, really, uh, you know, build their careers and grow their followings and do great things. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's pretty neat to, to kind of see that happen. I, um, I think I first interviewed you when you were, you were doing a series. Were you interviewing chefs? Was that what it uh, was? No. You were I interviewing... Your artist's food, I don't remember what it was, but that was a, quite a while ago. Uh, so uh, and I want to ask you more about this, but I want to make sure that we cover everything you've got coming up uh, because then I want to kind of talk about that as a big picture. But you have other events coming up. Yeah, we were like, let's make up for two years in like the span of a month. <laughs> I know, really. That's very true. <laughs> so, uh, and and part of it, and, and congratulations, the um, the Tampa Bay Times has a very nice article in the weekend section about you guys. Yeah, uh, oh, that was so nice of them. That was, it was wonderful, and it's well written, and it kind of, um, and you know, I mean, Sharon, Sharon Kennedy Wayne is a great writer, uh, but it focuses on another aspect of, um, of stuff that is very much in the wheelhouse of, uh, wordier than now, because there is um, uh, certainly our state government has decided to just wage culture wars on on um, much of the stuff that I hold valuable: education, free speech, um, compassion. <laughs> you know, yeah. being kind, all the, all the good stuff, diversity, <laughs> acceptance. I mean, I think that there was this panic over everything that happened with the Black Lives Matter thing, and now they've decided like it's full on war. Like we can't, you know, we 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 have to wage war against anybody who's not not us. Um, so you've got these events coming up. You've got out of the pages, um, and you also have welcome to drag wars. <laughs> <laughs> so let's. Uh, what what is out of the pages, and uh, and w- what's happening with that? Sure, it's uh, basically it is a uh, a book themed drag show over at Punkies. It is going to be totally family friendly. Um, it was one of those things where you know, like like most of our things, you're sitting there, you're having a beer, you're talking to your friends, and then suddenly out of there you say, you know what, we should do a drag show for kids. And now here we are. <laughs> like <And> one does. <laughs> typical day. Right. <laughs> and uh, and uh, this was probably, I want to say, maybe late last summer, last fall, sometime last year. 
And so a lot of the stuff that's been going on in recent months wasn't really there. I mean, obviously there's always that friction between that liberal conservative, you know, notion of things going on uh, in the world. But obviously, like, don't say gay. So this other stuff wasn't so prevalent in the news. Mm-hmm. And it was just a, this will just be really fun. And it'll be, you know, about a lot of things we stand for anyway. Just, you know, diversity and inclusion and self-expression and, uh, you know, creating safe spaces for, for people of, uh, you know, of all backgrounds and experiences. And, um, you know, as we, as I started planning it, you know, a lot of stuff just started snowballing and it just became, uh, you know, very unintentionally, not that it wasn't an important thing to do before, but I think it is probably more important now right. to kind of, uh, kind of view this in the face of, you know, don't say gay and right. Of, you know, I can't even keep track of all that uh, woke and this and that and mm-hmm. of the bizarre hatred emanating. Yeah, <laughs> like like un, just very weird hatred emanating. And then you're going to follow that up. So that's on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday? that's Sunday. That's a, that's a free event for uh, for families at Punkies. Right. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, no, that's okay. You can say that. And that's, yeah. that starts at around one on Sunday. Uh, yes. and, and that sounds really fun. But then, because you've got something for the kids, but then next Friday night, I believe. It's a Thursday night over at the Shelter. Thursday Board night. Board, and uh, that is uh, uh, an adult event. Uh, welcome to Drag Wars. It's our second one we've done. Um, it's gonna, I mean, it will be our second one that we've done. And it is, uh, you know, the Harry, uh, Harry Potter world interpreted through drag and bur- burlesque. <laughs> and that was so much fun last time. And I'm sure it will be just as much fun uh, this time. And also, you know, still important for reasons we just mentioned. And then also just because of J.K. Rowling's, like, unraveling awfulness. Right. Yeah, and that is kind of something that I think uh, fans, and, and I am a huge Harry Potter fan, huge, huge, huge Harry Potter fan, uh, and um, that that it just brings up again the, the age-old conversation about how do you separate the work from the creator when the creator of something has just kind of gone down a, a path that that is pretty hateful. <laughs> so you, you do it by, by organizing a dragon burlesque show, interpreting their work. That's true. That's very true. I, um, <laughs> so, uh, so at the drag, so I wanted to go back to that real quickly so I can give, so that's at the, uh, shuffleboard club. Yep. Yeah. Over by Mirror Lake. Mirror, Mirror Lake. So, they're, so they're, what a, uh, they're a wonderful venue for, we've done a couple of, a few different things there. Right. So overall, so putting this all together because you have, you know, kind of this fun, Really fun and yet culturally relevant events. You've got the, you know, out of the pages with uh, drag performers reading, you know, beloved, beloved books to kids and families. And then you have a drag Harry Potter burlesque, uh, definitely adult show. And you have a publishing conference. So you have these three things going on and will you sort of tie them together as in the way of like what the purpose of wordier thou is and what your hopes for wordier than thou are sure well i can say that the uh the proximity of the dates of all these events was poor planning (laughs) Um, because you didn't want to have a personal life apparently (laughs) i I, I said something like first weekend of may and i thought it was next weekend so (laughs) Uh, but I said, ah, let's just stick with it. But, um, no, I mean, what are your, I mean, you, you've, you've known us for a long time now. 
I think uh, I think our goal is just uh, kind of twofold. One, we're here to support writers in a lot of different ways. Um, you know, some very traditional, like a publishing conference and open mics, and others just a little bit more offbeat to help them get their their work out to people, their books in the hands of local readers. And then, really, we just want to get you know Florida residents, Tampa Bay area residents, excited about books and excited about supporting their local authors. And we just try to fund find uh, fun, weird ways to do that, get people out who wouldn't typically go to a book event, I think is kind of uh, what a lot of like the drag events, the murder mysteries, the haunted houses, the, you know, things like that. And they, uh, it gets people out who wouldn't normally maybe go to like a, a reading at a bookstore. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, I think I, I, I am always pleasantly surprised when I find out how much some people read that I did not, I mean, it sounds not like a great, <laughs> reflection on me, but there's some people I meet, I'm like, yeah, they don't read. And then I find out, no, they love to read. Um, but it's also the same thing. I'll go to somebody's house for the first time and there's no books in their house. And I'm just <laughs> kind of like, okay, maybe they're all on the, you know, on their device, but no, there's no books on their device either. And I honestly don't know what to say to those people. Like, I don't know how to um, have any prolonged conversation with people who don't care to read them. I think, I think that says a lot about us. I know. About it doesn't say about them. It says about me. Like, I'm like, oh, you don't read. I don't know. Well, actually, that's kind of funny. That was one of our, our pandemic virtual events. We did kind of like a literary voyeurism event where we asked people to, on Zoom, show us their home personal libraries. Uh-huh. And uh, it was great. You know, they just complete strangers would just tune in and get a tour of their house and their bookshelves. You know, I, I, I think I tuned into that once and I was like, I should do that. And then I realized that everything I have is so dusty. I was like, yeah, no, can't do that. But, um, but it was. I kind of want to bring it back. Yeah, bring, bring it back, bring it back. I'll dust for it. I need to dust, so it'll be a good dusting motivation. But, I, but that gives me, and, and dear listener, I'm speaking with Tiffany Rosano, uh, Wordier Than Thou, and there's the Tampa Bay Publishing Conference going on right now, today and tomorrow with little unofficial after parties. And then the out of the pages, uh, uh, drag drag performers reading to kids and families on Sunday and welcome to Drag Words next Thursday. Uh, So lots of stuff going on. But let's get a little bit bigger for a minute. I know you've got to go back to the conference in a minute, but I want to talk about the pandemic and reading and kind of what your experience was and then what you have seen around you with people. If people turned more to books and maybe even more to writing, are you finding that there is a, there was increased interest in doing it or people were just panicking and you heard nothing from people? How did the pandemic affect what you know as wordier than now, but also as a, a writer and as a reader? Um, I think I heard a lot of kind of both extremes. People just, you know, writers not being able to write, readers not being able to pick up a book, just burned out in general about life, or reading completely different things they would never read because they were looking for more of an escape. Mm-hmm. And then there were people who, like, wrote, like, a ton and got, like, so much done, just, like, blew through it. And, um... And uh, for me, for me personally, it's going to sound terrible. I didn't read that much during the pandemic. I worked a lot. Like I changed jobs up. I picked up so much freelance work. So I've been, I guess I've been writing, you know, about journalists. That's my, you know, day, day real job, whatever that is. Right. I have a day job writing and then I have my <laughs> writing writing. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, so I kind of really focused on that personally myself. But I'm, I'm, you know, from my friends, from our regulars, from our followers, you know, it really, you know, ran the gamut. I um I uh, read and I mentioned this once a few weeks ago. Um, 
a few years ago, uh, my family died. <laughs> like my family died, and then I also closed my beloved business. Right, all within yeah. you know three months, and I couldn't read. I couldn't read for years. Like I just couldn't read anymore. I stopped reading. And then in the pandemic, I just needed to have something. So I sort of slowly got back into reading. And um, a couple of weeks ago, I got my first library card from in St. Oh. Pete and have now a new rule that I can't read more than one book a day. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, um, and, and I just, um, the idea of being able to read again has been the biggest gift that the pandemic gave me um, because I missed reading so much and being able to sit and get lost in books um, feels like it's changed my life back to what closer to what I want it to be. Uh, so I'm here to advocate for library cards. Get a library card, everybody. Um, it's a lot Absolutely. cheaper. <laughs> we have some great libraries around here. We do, we do. And you can often get into the um, larger systems when you do have a library card. Um, so now uh, I want to just go back for a minute because uh, I do want to sort of emphasize that that there are things that uh, Wordier Than Now has done over the years to kind of answer um, or sort of uh, comment upon different things going on in society, like with the drag performers and the Don't Say Gay and the anti-trans and the increased violence against trans people uh, and stuff like that. So uh, have you ever gotten pushback about any of these things that you do? Um, I'm trying to think if I have. I don't think... Too, too much. Maybe nothing I can say on record, actually. I'm right. off, off air. Right. <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah, not too much. We luckily mostly draw out, like, um, a group a group of like-minded folks. I think we're pretty upfront about who we are, what we stand for, and what we care about. And I'd like to think that that draws people in. We had an interesting incident um, uh, last month. We did a... Uh, we did a uh, murder mystery over at the KOA in St. Pete mm-hmm. uh, called Camp Wardier. Um, so it was like an eight, 1986 like, uh, camp reunion, slasher flick, summer camp movie kind of homage <laughs> sort of thing. And, you know, we wrote it. We wrote all these characters and clues and a storyline. And, just you know, people, there were like maybe 20, 25 of us there in our at our camp reunion doing our thing. And we knew most of the people, some of them we didn't. And then at the end of the night, there was a group that just, started just spouting so much hateful stuff about, you know, tra- very transphobic stuff, very, uh, you know, uh, uh, you, you know, pro the don't say gay law type stuff. And luckily, like, not many people were left at that point. Mm-hmm. But I just had to be like, you know who we are. What made you think that this would work? Right, right. <laughs> Please leave. Right, yeah. I'm not afraid to ask people to leave if they don't, you know. It, it, people need to feel safe at our events is really what it's about. Right. And that is not going to make folks feel safe. So... And I, I read, um, this, so this is a, a little bit of a wide-ranging topic, but I read something on uh, this morning, I forget where, but um, and it was about the increased uh, violence, anti-Semitic violence. And what the researcher said was that um, part of it is, yes, it's increased you know, anti-Semitism, but also it's this very much increased sort of people giving themselves permission to be openly hateful, whereas in the past it was something that was considered a bad thing that culturally for some people it's considered a good thing to be this open, have this open hate, um, which to me seems like a really bad thing, but 
you know, <laughs> I don't, it, it's, it, it is an explanation for the increased awfulness of some and the increased wonderfulness of others. So, yeah, no, I've, I've seen, and, you know, just from, for, for day job and stuff, I've seen like increased news reports on stuff like that come through and it just blows my mind. I'm like, what, you know, what year is this? <laughs> why, right. why do you feel okay? Why do you feel like emboldened enough that, you know, you could, that you think it's okay to do these things? Right, right. Um, I mean, obviously, I think it's like our, our, our leaders kind of empowering people to, to feel feel that they could, uh, you know, put their hate out into the world freely right. with no repercussions. But So let's give them repercussions. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> so uh, you have right now speaking at the conference is, uh, who's, who's uh, talking to people right now? Oh, I believe it is, uh, should be Lisa Kirchner. L.L. Kirchner up there right now. Right, my neighbor. She, um, she uh, runs the True Stories events, uh, the storytelling events, and uh, the, uh, memoirist, also does some journalism, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. And then also coming up is Gloria Munez. Uh, yep, she's, she's tomorrow. And then, she's, uh, Saturday is our poetry-heavy day, although we do have uh, a star sort of fiction writer coming out, and uh, uh, Natasha Samrani, who just does all sorts of wonderful stuff, improv, comedy, storytelling, multimedia content, a lot of uh, like branding and marketing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. so that's great. So people can get a balance of how to get how to do what you do with the writing, but also how to get it published. How to is it like this is how you can pitch, uh, right? All the like the helpful things on if you want to be an author, not you want to be a writer, but you also want to be an author. You want to be published this is a good way to get in there and do it. Um, right. Our, our first speaker of the day, Sarah Penner, again, just kind of, you know, ran through so many different topics in, you know, 45 minutes. Uh, you know, everything from how she found her agent to who she trusted to read, like, her first draft or even her first, uh, you know, you know uh, arcs of the book to uh, social media management, things like that. Mm-hmm. So. It's like really everything you could possibly think of that you might need to know. That was just fantastic. That was really great. Well, uh, thank you so much, Tiffany. I, I very much appreciate you calling from the middle of your conference when you probably have a zillion things to be doing. Um, this is really awesome of you. And I hope that the conference and Out of the Pages and Welcome to Dragwarts. So uh, today... Saturday, Sunday, and next Thursday go fantastically, and um, and then you get some rest. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll take a little break. No events until maybe uh, June. There you go. I think you've <laughs> earned that. Um, if people want to get more information, you can go online to uh, to wordier than thou. Uh, WordierThanThou.com, and all the information is up there that you need. And tickets are on Eventbrite uh, if you need them. Am I, and also online, social media, all over the place. It's kind of hard to get away from everyone. <laughs> so, well, uh, and do you have anything else that you want to mention before we get out of here? No, uh, nothing else. I just, uh, you know, as always, super appreciate your time and your interest in the in the things that we do. So, I admi- uh, it's it's very appreciated. Oh, good. Well, it's a, it's it's a mutual admiration society. <laughs> so, well, thanks a lot. Have fun. All right. Thank you. All Talk right. to you later. Bye. <laughs>
back and picking up her. She got two plot, no crop, big bugger. She got a bullet out of sack. She's on a photo parade. Gonna get some carrot cigars and some lemonade. No need to put your ear to the ground. Dumb on, she's coming to town. She puts eggs in her arms, she's coffee in her teeth, puts olives in her jelly, says that's the way it's gonna be. Ashes and mashes and dust and mustard and cream. Spin a sandwich as she cuts the crust down. Don't let it show that you want it sound. Dumb on, she's coming to town. Hey, this is Frankie Mopar with the Retro Jukebox. I'm here pushing the buttons every Wednesday morning, 3 to 6 a.m. Every week we'll start out the first hour in the 40s and 50s, and then the second hour will start in the early 50s and progress through the 60s and a little 70s. Music is memory, so let's journey through our lives together. The Retro Jukebox, every Wednesday morning, 3 to 6 a.m. on your community conscious radio station, WMNF. If you can't make it in person, the show is available 24-7 at WMNF.org.
And that is uh, Funboy 3 covering Guy Lombardo, I think. <laughs> hey, there's something really cool going on that I want to let you know about. It's called Anne. Uh, it is a play opening up yesterday, um, but officially tonight, previewed yesterday, opens up tonight at Studio 620. Anne is a one-person show featuring the amazing astonishing Bonnie Agan, directed by Lisa Tricomi, and it goes through May 8th. It is the intimate, no-holds-barred portrait of Ann Richards, the legendary governor of Texas. Um, it is, because it's Ann Richards, it's got to be funny, and also, I would think, a bit bawdy. Uh, but this, it says, this inspiring and hilarious play portrays a complex, colorful, and captivating character bigger than the state that she's from. Uh, so it is a fantastic show. I have seen it. I have not seen this version, but I hope to. Uh, and uh, Anne opens up. Uh, opening night is tonight at Studio at 620. And again, it runs through May 8th. They're going to be having uh, moderated conversations with uh, women who are currently running for public office uh, on April 29th. So tonight, May 1st, uh, I mean, sorry, tonight, tomorrow night, and Sunday night, and then also Thursday night. Lots of stuff going on in St. Pete. Right now, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff going on everywhere. Uh, so that is there. You can go online to studio at 620. It's the studio at 620.org to get tickets. Uh, you can call them 727-896-6620. And of course, they are located at 620 First Avenue South in beautiful downtown St. Petersburg. I don't think there's anything else I'm going to tell you. I told you about Patty Smith. told you about that. All right, we're done. We just have to play music and have fun. I see E-Love in there getting the studio set up. Uh, and so she will be bringing a fantastic show for you, I am sure. Uh, global electronica, beautiful music. I'm not sure she might be doing a interview today. Uh, so I think that she might be doing an interview Um or featuring uh, music. And then that is followed by the Live Music Showcase. Always some good music on that. The Live Music Showcase is from 2 to 3 p.m. At 3 p.m. is the Rhythm Revival, which is a show that reaches into the roots of rock and roll. And uh, two very knowledgeable people, um, Reverend Billy and Marvelous Marv, come in and... Uh, it's like the best, if you think about it, the best class you ever had where the teachers were really funny and then you walked out and you knew so much more. That's what that show is about music and about music history. That is followed by the Soul Party uh, and it's the classic R&B and soul with Steve the Hitman. After that is the Soul Kitchen. Of course, the Soul Kitchen. I cannot say enough good stuff about it. You never know what they're going to feed you, but it will be delicious. It's got R&B, uh, hip-hop, jazz, pop, Reggae, everything, everything. It's so good. And then we end our nights with Flashback Friday, which is uh, Florida R&B and Florida Soul. And it's a talk about body. That's a body show. So we've got lots here on WMNF 88.5 FM. And thank you for being part of it. We're going to listen. Uh, yesterday, the, when I covered for that fantastic, um, so nice that Stu let me cover his show. As I said, I was featuring a lot of uh, ska and rock steady. And so we are going to listen to the Slickers with one of my favorite rock steady songs. And this is Johnny Too Bad. Walking down the road with the pistol in your waist. 
There's no party like a house party, and the best house party is heard right here on WMNF. The Saturday night house party is heard Saturdays from 8 to 10 p.m. and hosted by yours truly, DJ Sinflow. The best in old school dance music, hip-hop, soul can be heard on the house party. So tune in and let us bring the party to you, the Saturday night house party. Well, thank you so much for listening to Art in Your Ear today here on WMNF Tampa, WMNF 88.5 FM. Appreciate you being out there. We're going to go out with uh, sort of a coverish of Prince. I hope that I get to see you tomorrow night at New World Brewery at their Prince Tribute. It's going to be so much fun. Stay tuned for NPR, uh, and I hope you tune back in next week here to Art in Your Ear. Show some love to your community radio station. Please let your friends know that we are here. Encourage them to listen to non-commercial, local, independent radio. WMNF Tampa. Bye now. Stay tuned for NPR News.